This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to The Main Ingredient. Have you ever thought of cutting meat out of your diet entirely? I have two friends who are the complete opposite physically. Jessica Scott-Reed is a tiny female local journalist, and John Rush is a pro football player who plays for your Grey Cup champion, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They both live a vegan lifestyle, which means no meat or meat byproducts, ever. So, I need to know how they do it. John, we'll start with you, okay? So, obviously being sidelined is nothing new for a professional athlete, since there are many reasons a player cannot play their game of choice, like injuries and stuff like that. But what's it like when everyone is sidelined, especially, you know, since you're a Winnipeg Blue Bomber and you guys are coming off the highest high to nothing? What's that like for you right now? Yeah, this is is definitely interesting. I've been playing football since I was nine. So at the time when we canceled the season, it it had been 17 straight years of football and sports being my life. So to not play football for an entire year was something that was very new to me and obviously, you know, many within my profession. So it was definitely a very different feeling to have a summer where (laughs) you could actually do things and not be in, in pain. But I would, you know, obviously much rather be in pain and, and on the field playing. So it was, it was definitely a very difficult transition to, to doing something, you know, for 17 straight years and then all of a sudden it abruptly come to a halt. It wasn't ideal, but, you know, it's not like we were the only sport or profession that was sidelined and, and affected by this. So it's kind of just putting in perspective, right? Yeah, do you think it's going to be like that? I don't know if you've seen that movie Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe where he'd been a boxer for a long time and he had all these little injuries from years of boxing that he had to he was sidelined for a little bit and in the time that he wasn't boxing all those little injuries had a chance to heal which made him a better boxer. Over this time do you feel that your body has been healing from all the years that you've been playing football? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the all the little things where you never have enough time to kind of put into in order to heal up and you know especially during the season a lot of football is just maintaining right you're Mm -hmm. just trying to be good enough to play and to be good enough to strap on the pads and and go you're never really allocated enough time to fully heal but yeah 100 percent having you know almost a a year and a half to find those injuries that you've been putting off for 17 years or however long it may be definitely was it was nice to be able to work on things that are going to hopefully make you better and and hopefully heal up so you can come back better. Jessica Scott-Reed, you are a Winnipeg-based journalist who is a regular contributor to the Globe and Mail, Toronto Star, Winnipeg Free Press. You cover animal and environmental issues as well as plant-based food and vegan culture. How did you and John connect? (laughs) That's a good question. I think because here in Winnipeg, the vegan community is quite tight, and we connected online, I think, through Instagram. He's got a very popular following, lots of interacting online, uh, and so we became friends that way first, and I became very intrigued by the stuff he's doing online, the recipe creations, the animal advocacy. He's doing so much off the field, and I just really uh, became interested, and I've, I've written about him a couple of times now. Okay, so it's the last two days of Veganuary. So before we get into the main topics that uh, we're going to be talking about for each of you, maybe you guys can talk about when you stopped eating meat and why. So Jess, we'll start with you. 
For me, it was uh, an ethical reason. Uh, I know John's more uh, concerned with health, which is another big one, and, and it became that for me later on, too. But for me, first, it was for animals, for the environment, just really learning about the impact of animal agriculture on the animals and the planet. Once you know, you can't unknow. Uh, and then I started diving into vegan cooking and found it was not only easy, but enjoyable, and I felt good eating the food. So uh, it wasn't a tough transition, and Veganuary is where I started, trying it for one month, and then just never stopped, and now it's four years later. And John, what were your main reasons? Yeah, so mine was, like Jess was saying, was at the start it was a little bit different, but I, it, it's interesting why I continued it, ethics. But at the time, I, it's, I always kind of laugh about it now because at the time, before I was vegan, I, I was a huge vegan hater. <laughs> My brother and his wife did it one month of every year because that's what Beyonce did and she talked about it in her book, and I would, I would you know, make fun of them endlessly about it before I kind of learned about veganism. And at the time I went vegan, I was working with a trainer and he suggested I go vegan. I needed to lose about 30 pounds. And he's like, listen, John, you've done literally every other diet. You know, I tried keto. I tried uh, fat, intermittent fasting. I tried all those weight loss diets and, you know, they just weren't working. It wasn't sustainable for me. I wasn't losing the weight. So he's like, listen, go vegan. You know, it's supposed to be really good. And he was a vegan at the time and I didn't know it actually, but he was vegan and he's like, I'll help you do it. And we'll go from there. He's like, at the end of the month, if you hate it so much, we'll just go back. We'll go back to doing something else. We'll try something else. But he's like, you've literally tried almost everything. So, you know, try it. Let's see what happens. So I went vegan for a month. And during that month, I really started to learn about other things. Like at the time I was cutting my hair for cancer and, and raising funds for cancer and things like that. And I started to learn about how, you know, veganism and eating a whole food plant-based diet is really good for your health. And and you know, making sure you're you know you're living a long, healthy life, and and cancer prevention and things like that. And I'm like, oh wow, it's, you know, it's really interesting, especially considering how many women in my family have had cancer. And then I, you know, I'm obviously a huge dog advocate and work with a lot of rescues and things like that. And I started to learn about how pigs are actually more intelligent than dogs. And you know, if you if you ever have ever you know adopted a dog or owned a dog you understand that dogs have personalities and, and they feel feelings and they feel fear and things like that. So if you, if you take an animal like a pig that's actually more intelligent than a dog and you equate it to what we do to them with slaughterhouses, you're kind of like, oh man, that's actually really messed up and we probably shouldn't be doing that. So I started to learn about all the, you know, the other factors that involved in veganism. And by the, when the end of the month kind of came around, I was just like, you know, I'd be kind of a, I'd be kind of a really bad person if I knew all these things and decided not to continue being a vegan. So I, I, you know, I, I was a hater at first, but I kind of, I turned into a truther after that. John, I can imagine the questions you must get about being a vegan football player. Like, where do you get your protein? How did you first tell other guys that you were playing with that you had stopped eating meat? Like, what was their reaction? And what are the questions that you get being a pro athlete as far as saying that you don't eat meat anymore? Yeah, no, it's actually it's actually uh, kind of funny. You know, I talk about this a lot. I actually wrote an entire blog post about where I get my pr- uh, protein from because I was just so tired of answering it. And I was just like, man, like, all right, here, here you guys go. I'm just going to send everyone this link from now on. But it's, it's kind of funny because I actually get significantly more protein now as a vegan than I ever did when I ate meat because I'm just so, I'm kind of just like super aware of where I'm getting my protein from now. And, you know, I'm just, you know, always looking for foods that kind of give me more protein. But it was, it's actually crazy. For the entire first year I went vegan, I didn't tell anybody on the team. I, I was afraid it would affect my position. I thought I might lose my job because of it. You know, there's a, obviously a huge negative connotation with that, especially in male-dominated sports. 
you know, a lot of people think that you need meat to get, you know, your protein and testosterone and all that stuff. So I, I didn't really tell anybody for the first year, but then, you know, obviously it's not really something you can hide for, for forever, uh, especially with my Instagram. If you go to my Instagram, it's kind of obvious that I'm a vegan. So, <laughs> so people started to kind of figure it out eventually. And honestly, uh, everyone always asked me if the, the guys kind of, you know, rip on me for it or make fun of me. And it's, it's, not like that at all. You know, we obviously have a great team here full of great guys, but the guys are more just inquisitive more than anything. They're just, they're interested because their entire lives, you know, much like me, since the time you were nine years old, you had, you know, these volunteer coaches telling you you needed to eat meat to get protein. We had, you had these dads that were coaching you and, and there's like, you, you know, if you want to be big and strong, you got to eat meat. You know, that's kind of, he was drilled into you from the time you were nine. And, and just like me, you know, I'm not going to question my coaches. They're my coaches. So you believe it. So you grow up believing you need meat, you need meat. And then all of a sudden you get a guy like me that's just sitting there doing the exact same thing as them, not even eating meat. They're like, man, how the hell are you doing this? <laughs> What's going on? Like, how does this, you know, like, how are you getting your protein? So they're more just kind of like more inquisitive and, and asking me questions. They're like, man, you know, we've been told our entire lives you need meat. How do you play and how do you get your protein? How do you do these things without meat? So it, it was never kind of, I don't know, it was like never like, there was never like a team meeting about it where, you know, like we all sat down and I kind of was like, oh yeah, I'm a vegan. And, um, but it was, it was never anything John like that. John has something to say, everybody, listen up. Yeah, exactly, right? No, it was, it was never anything like that. But guys just kind of started to find out and it, you know, it was just like something like the guys kind of know about it, the coaches know about it, everyone knows about it, but. If guys have questions, they know they can come ask me. And, you know, I bring in treats for them all the time. You know, I love baking the guys' treats, like Pop-Tarts, cinnamon buns, cookie dough, all the things like that. And they love it when I bring them in for them and, and you know, treat them that way. And that's kind of like my little introduction to them that, hey, guys, like, you know, you, you don't need, you don't need meat on your plate. And, you know, it's, it's, it's been, a, it's been interesting. It's been really interesting having the conversations with the guys and, you know, guys, guys will be guys. There's always, you know, if they're going to make fun of you, they're going to make fun of you. It's going to be about something. So, you know, it, it comes up occasionally, but it's never malicious. And, and honestly, most of the guys, almost 100% of the time, are just kind of wondering how I do it and how they can kind of incorporate it as well. Obviously, different people are different mentally and physically. So maybe we'll start with you, Jess. Let's talk about some of the benefits you personally have experienced from living a vegan lifestyle. It's definitely multiple benefits, mentally, sort of spiritually, it really feels good to align your values with your actions. You know, I've always been an animal lover. I've always been concerned about the planet ever since I was a young kid, ever since I watched Free Willy, basically. <laughs> felt strange, even though, like you guys were saying, it was always ingrained in me, too, that, you know, it was part of nutrition, right? We saw the Canada Food Guide growing up in school, that this was something that was required on your plate. But it always felt even as a child, a little bit strange to me that I was doing this. And so later on as an adult, and it was actually upon having my own child where I started to really question uh, the ethics of doing this and why I cared so much about dogs and cats or dolphins, but here I was eating chickens and pigs. Uh, and so mentally and emotionally, it, it has been super beneficial to finally live aligned that way. Physically, honestly, I could say that as a woman who's, again, tried many diets like Jaws for different reasons, uh, this is the easiest way to eat everything I like without having to really worry about gaining weight. It is honestly just the easiest way to maintain without doing almost anything. <laughs> I can eat all the fettuccine Alfredo I want 
and nothing bad happens. And just the lack of inflammation that comes from eating, you know, dairy products is common for a lot of people. So there's just a lot of great mental and physical benefits I've found and, and just generally felt very easy about it. And John, how about for you? You know, it, it's actually pretty crazy. Some of the health benefits I noticed almost immediately. You know, I, I talk about it sometimes. I still I honestly can't ex- explain it really. But I started sleeping way better immediately. So I went vegan overnight. And they, you know, the first week I was sleeping like, I was only sleeping like five or six hours. But I was waking up feeling like I was sleeping 12 hours. It was, it, it was crazy. It, it was honestly uh, insane. So like, I was like, wow, like this is, you know, maybe. And that's actually what initially got me to kind of... It, dive deeper into it and then it's it's always embarrassing to tell people but i i developed arthritis in my knees at 23 years old from playing football and and tearing my acls and stuff like that so i have obviously terrible joints and knees and when i when i went vegan it actually started to alleviate a lot of the inflammation in, in my knees I and mean, i was never able to squat past 90 which uh, poses a lot of problems when you play a position that kind of requires you to squat past 90 so but I, it was it was very difficult for me to do that with my knees and then when i went vegan you know i started to the inflammation started to kind of subside and i started to uh, you know be able to squat past 90 i was like wow like my body can actually do this this is amazing and i thought i was doing something wrong in my workouts for a while because i was at the time working out in a group uh with a bunch of other cfl athletes in uh, toronto and, you know, every day we'd come in, the guys, would always, they were always complaining, like, man, I'm so sore, I'm so tired, like, what the hell, like, that workout, you know, kicked my butt, and I'm sitting there like, man, I feel, like, I feel great, like, what the <laughs> hell, like, am, I, am I doing something wrong? But then I'm like, but I'm like, I'm like lifting the heaviest here, I'm like, should I be lifting more? Like, I don't know, like, so like, I was recovering so much better, like, I was just, you know, like, my body was just recovering, I was putting on more muscle, and it was just so much better. Like I was just like performing so much better at, at, by doing this. And I'm like, and and ultimately that's what made me learn more about it, which was, you know, which is amazing. But yeah, like my body just started feeling so much better because of it. I was like, wow, like, you know, maybe there is something to these crazy vegans. You know what I mean? <laughs> I read a few of your interviews and articles that, that, that you've participated in. And, and that was the, the main thing that stood out for me. Like, number one is sleep is, is my enemy. I always feel tired when I get up. And as soon as I read that, I was like, I got to try this. Obviously, if you were a vegan hater before, you know, quote unquote, and within a week, you're noticing changes that made you stick to it. That's got to be a, a dramatic difference, right? Yeah, no, exactly. And, and, and there's, a, there's a right way to, and wrong way to do everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's, a lot of people think inherently that anything vegan is healthy, and it's just not true. You know, like o- Oreos are, are vegan. <laughs> which is kind of terrifying to think about consider their cream cookies so you're like okay what what are actually in these things but you know but if you if you just go and eat an entire you know box of oreos every day you, you know i'm going to take a gander and say that your your sleep's not going to be very good and you're not going to be an overall very healthy person so so that you know there's a right way and a wrong way to do everything but if you're eating you're eating the healthy foods and, and you're getting all your your, you know, your, your fruits and vegetables and, and grains, it, it changes your life. It's crazy, honestly. I knew there was a catch. Okay, so La Vegan Week uh, took place January 17th to the 23rd. Did you guys participate? Did you go to any restaurants <laughs> during that time? Oh, did we ever? <laughs> John and I ate so much food that week. We started a take team getting 
picking up things from different places for each other before and after work kind of stuff. And we demolished quite a bit of food. In the end, La Ruffa Ruffage Eatery won, of course. Nice. They are yeah. They are... I mean, revolutionary, the things that they can do with mm. all of their mock meats and cheeses. Uh, but I also really enjoy the Monat dated Filipino box, which was really interesting. And uh, Charisma India, they always have an amazing vegan platter that's always available that I'm always happy to have, <laughs> especially during that week. John, what were your favorites? My wallet and waistline were not happy after last week, I'll tell you <laughs> exactly. that much. So, um, but yeah, we, we ate out quite a bit, quite a bit places. I loved, obviously, Ruffage. I loved their French dip, which was their Le Vegan Week feature, but they were also they also partook in the Fried Chicken Week, and they had yes. a fried chicken burger, and I thought that was just absolutely phenomenal. They won an award. They won the, yeah. one of the judges' award. choice yeah. award, yeah. Yeah, so that was it was phenomenal, even though it wasn't technically a part of uh, Le Vegan Week, but I really did enjoy the Rebel Big Mac pizza. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm a huge, huge pizza fan myself, so I was definitely very, very happy to enjoy a good pizza in Winnipeg because there, there's not a lot of places that do a good vegan pizza well here. So to have that, it was, you know, it was, it was a real treat. I was the only thing I was upset about that it wasn't longer. I was, you know, I was hoping we yeah, could maybe two weeks. create, yeah, maybe we can create a two week month or even <laughs> the you know, vegan, a vegan month. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All of all of January will now be the vegan month, so that would be nice. They're super popular. A lot of uh, restaurants joined in kind of at the last minute that weren't signed up right at the beginning, and even like some coming in halfway through the week wanting to join in. So it was. It obviously was a big success. I, like many other people, think of uh, vegetarian and vegan restaurants mostly as a new thing. When in fact, Jessica, you you have discovered that that is not true. That Winnipeg's first plant based restaurant dates back to the early 1900s. So maybe you can talk about that. Yeah, it was an amazing discovery. Again, it was in one of these Winnipeg vegan groups online. The guy who owned Winnipeg Trolley Company, Stephen Stothers, he uh, was looking through old postcards for old photos of, of trolleys. And he was able to spot in the background of this postcard in downtown Winnipeg, a street sign for Apple Tree Vegetarian Restaurant that dated all the way back to 1907 through the archives of the Free Press and the Tribune, we were able to drum up a bunch of really cool advertisements, even one menu for their Thanksgiving that showed all the things that people were eating as far as vegetarian food at the turn of the century. And it was something I was shocked to see. I definitely did not think that here in Winnipeg we would have had a vegetarian restaurant from that far back serving things like mock meat. And uh, and a lot of nut-based foods, but there it was. And, and I wrote an article for it, uh, the Free Press about it, and it was pretty popular. I think a lot of people were surprised. Yeah, the surprising thing about that article was a lot of the reasons that people were choosing t- to not eat meat back then are uh, basically the same as the reasons that people are choosing right now, right? Yeah, that was that was an interesting that I found too. He did make a lot of health claims, some of which were very on the nose, some of which were, were not. But I spoke to a vegetarian food historian for the article who told me that back then it was because it's when slaughtering of animals moved from off the farm to centralized slaughterhouses. But this was before there was any such thing as the CFIA, the Community Food Inspection Agency, or any kind of inspection. So there's a lot of animal slaughtering going on, you know, out of public eye like we have today too. And there were concerns about the quality of the meat at that time. And so apparently that's where 
when vegetarian-based foods and mock meat really became a thing because people were trying to find alternative sources of protein sources of energy, which is still today a concern amongst a lot of vegans about transparency in the meat, dairy, and egg industry. John, obviously you're not one to sit still while all this break or hiatus, we'll call it, is going on. And you've created a vegan food blog. So maybe you can tell people what it is and what the main purpose of it is. Yeah, for sure. I, I created a vegan food blog. It's called Rescue Dog Kitchen. As the name kind of suggests, it's it's kind of it, it's kind of an ode to my two rescue dogs that I uh, I have adopted currently. They've kind of you know given me uh, a lot, and I wanted to give something back to them because you know dogs have done and helped me tr- so much in my life. I've been I've been adopting dogs since I was nine years old, so I they've given me a lot. So you know I kind of wanted to create something with all this you know free time that I've now found myself with. So. Obviously, I love vegan food and, and eating. You know, it's basically part of my job is eating. So I, a lot of people always ask me, so what, you know, what I eat and, you know, where I get my protein from, et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, you know, why don't I create something where I can kind of point people to and be like, hey, this is what I eat. Um, this is how I do things. And, you know, these are the foods that I like to, you know, create and make and, and, and they're, they're high protein and this is how I get my protein. So on my blog, I talk about the nutrition of the foods and things like that. And it's not all like, not all healthy foods. Like the other week, I, I I dropped a vegan ginger snap cookie recipe, and you know they're not healthy at all. But you know you got to treat yourself every once in a sure. while. And 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 how it, how it works is I is I donate fifty percent of the proceeds I, I earn from the website through through either you know the ad revenue. So it, it doesn't cost people anything. You know you just come to the website and you see the ads on the website, and I get you know I get sent for it. But the more people that come, the more people the more money we raise and. And, you know, all, 50% of the proceeds from the ad revenue, the merchandise sales and the affiliate marketing that I do through the website, uh, I donate back to dog shelters. And the other 50% I donate or I kind of just reinvest into the business to help grow it. And, and so we can reach more people and then, we'll, you know, we'll reach more people, we earn more money so we can help more dogs kind of thing. So that's kind of how it operates. And it's kind of just like I said, it, it, dogs have done so much for me in my life personally that I, I understand that, you know, they need all the help we can get. You know, many shelters and rescues and things like that are very underfunded. And so I wanted to try and, and help out. And I have all this free time. So I kind of I kind of did that. It's a great website. You have a lot of great recipes on there. So even, you know, no matter what the reason is, people are going there. If they're going there for, if they want to check out some great recipes, you have a lot of them on there. And it's broken down in a way that, you know, like breakfast, lunch and dinners and that kind of stuff and pastas and all kind of things. So I think uh, there's a lot of good information. Plus you sell stuff on there, man. You have like gear. And you have this funny crew neck sweatshirt on there. Maybe you can tell people more about that. Dog yeah, no, hair is says, my uh, new aesthetic or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dog hair is my new aesthetic. Yeah. So it's my, <laughs> my, my one dog weighs 150 pounds. My other dog weighs 130 pounds. And so I'm just perpetually covered in dog hair. It's a never-ending battle in my house. And people like to comment online all the time that I'm covered in dog hair. And I'm just like, guys, I know. <laughs> There's no getting away from it, all right? So... So it was kind of just, it was just kind of a, a little inside joke on my social media that, you know, I'm just kind of embracing it at this point. I am not, not, not I'm done fighting the dog hair. It's just not something that, it's a losing battle. So I'm embracing it. And it's, so it's just kind of a, a joke to that. And plenty of other dog owners can relate. So it's, it's a little joke and it's, 
it's good because it's raising money for dogs as well. So it was just a you know a little a little jo- inside joke, but it's been you know it's been selling really well. So we're super pumped about it. I'm assuming you both cook many recipes since you know you're probably spending a lot of time cooking your own food. What is your go-to kitchen tool or appliances when it comes to making vegan recipes? Ooh, mine for sure is the Nutribullet, or some people use what is it the other one? The Ninja, anything that you oh, can yeah. turn. You can turn cashews or sunflower <laughs> seeds into cream sauce. That is just like a go-to. You have to have something that can pulverize so that you don't have to worry about dairy. And turning seeds and nuts into cream sauce is like magic. And you need to have a good Nutribullet for that. That's mine. That's, yeah, no, I, I just bought a, a high-powered blender this year. Was a, I, got, I got the Ninja, actually. And mm-hmm. it, is, it is a game-changer. I will, I will have to agree there. But mine personally... I I happen to have gotten a, a nine in one. It was called the the Ninja Foodie. It's a nine in one uh, air fryer, instant pot, dehydrator, steamer, and there's like five other functions. I don't even know what it says. It's honestly it's revolutionary. I use again. I was I was an air fryer hater for a long time, and now I am an air fryer shooter. It is uh, game changer, absolute game changer. The amount of things you can do with an air fryer. In an instant pot, it, it it it's crazy that more people don't own them. Honestly, it's, it's wild, and I, I am I'm a huge fan of air fryers and instant pots. Yeah, me too. Those Ninja products too. Those Ninja blenders. You put your arm in there, you can kiss it goodbye. All right, so Jessica, first, maybe you can share your social media handles for people to follow you and get recipes because I know you have tons of great recipes and little videos of you making great vegan dishes. So maybe you can share that. Yeah, sure. On Instagram, I'm at uh, Jess LSR. I'm just more of a vegan home cook, so I do a lot of easy things. I cook for a small child, and I just put them all up on my Instagram most days, so that if there's other people just at home wanting to try easy things, there they are. And uh, on Twitter, I do a lot more debating with people. <laughs> That's your biggest thing. I'm Jess L. Reed on Twitter. And John, same thing for you, and maybe the website address for the Rescue Dog Kitchen. Yeah, for sure. My my social media handles, you can find me at John Rush 5 or just type in John Rush, you'll be able to find me. And my social media handles for the blog are at rescue dot, sorry, at rescue dot kitchen and the website's just rescue.kitchen.com. All, you know, if you just go to the website, you'll be able to find all the social media handles as well at the top of the screen. There's icons everywhere that you can kind of find us and follow us at and go from there. Okay, you guys, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try for a week to not eat meat and see what happens. I've, I've always wanted to try. There you go. And, and listening to you guys is, is going to, that's the push I needed. So if you find me texting you or emailing you to death, now you know why, okay? Well, on between our two Instagrams, you will have plenty of inspiration and motivation. It's perfect. Yeah. Thanks, you guys, for coming on the show today. Thanks, Thanks so much. for having us. This is 680 CJOB.